some Viking music, don't it? <laughs> yeah, gotta get it out the mud, that's the only way to win Who am I to point the finger like I never ever seen Been through the ups and downs like the letter N They don't let you through the dope, better kick that again Cause that's the only way to win That's the only way to go, gotta get it out the mud Gotta get it out the flow Cause that's the only way to go, let's go Shoot, lights out <laughs> What's good, ladies and gentlemen? On this Friday, the first Friday of the second month of the year, February 2nd, 2024. Yes, we are in the second month of the year of this new year already. And boy, I must admit, the first month was a crazy month for basketball. Okay. WBA got trades happening left and right, which I can't get into now, but. Well, I'm going to find a way to get into it at some point in time. The NBA, what took place last night and the day before, I'm going to get into, especially when it comes to a team in Massachusetts or what I saw last night in on TNT. I have to talk about that. The All-Stars already said we got those. I'm going to get into that. And you know I'm going to talk college basketball because the month of January and college basketball, both men and women, was nothing but upsets. I'm going to give you all the numbers that you need to know what upsets took place and whatnot because there's a lot to go on right now. So, you know what? We're going to kick it off right here. A segment I haven't done yet. It's the first time I get to do it. We're going around the hard with NBA style. Man, let's get into it because the All-Star has been split and a lot of things have been taken care of as well. So, First off, to get to the awards for the month of January. Play of the month for the month of January. On the east side, it is Cleveland Cavaliers on Mr. Donovan Mitchell. As you can see on the screen, those of you who are watching live on Facebook, at LinkedIn, and YouTube. 28.6 points per game for Mr. Donovan Mitchell with 5.2 rebounds, 7.6 assists. And the Cavaliers went 11-2 in the month of January. That's the east. Player the on the west side. Let's go down to the valley of Phoenix, Arizona, where Devin Booker gets the player of the month of January for the West. 30 points a game, 4.4 rebounds, 6.3 assists per game. And he just so happened to go 11 and 5 for the team in the month of January. That's the player of the month. Rookies of the month. Well, for the East, Brandon Miller of the uh, Charlotte Hornets, 16 points a game, 4.1 rebounds a game with two about two and a half assists a game. Hey, what can I say? And, of course, on the West, we know who it is. He's going to win rookie of the year. Who's going to stop him from winning rookie of the year? Victor Wambayana of the San Antonio Spurs, okay? 24 points a game in the month of January. Nine points is almost adding a double-double in the month of January with close to four, three to four blocks a game. That man is doing his thing. It's tough down there in San Antonio. I know it is. But we believe in Coach Pop that when time comes within the next two to three years, Victor Wimbiana and the San Antonio Spurs will be back making noise like they usually are. But for right now, it is what it is. We're going to keep it rocking and rolling. I, I got faith in Coach Pop. He will get the San Antonio Spurs back 
into the conversation of being playoff teams. Maybe not championship contenders, but definitely in the playoff one. Okay, definitely making playoffs, doing certain things, making things happen, and stuff like that. But those are your rookies for the month of the month of January. And then we have coach of the month. For the East, the coach of the month goes to the New York Knicks, Tom Thibodeau. The Knicks have been balling. The Knicks have won nine straight games that are going into this month. That includes with the win that they did last night, okay, over the Indiana Pacers. This team has been rocking and rolling ever since they traded for OG Ananobi from the Toronto Raptors. The Knicks have went up a whole nother level. It's crazy to see, but, man, the Knicks are on to something this year. They could be a very, and I do mean very dangerous team come playoff time. 14-2 in the month of January. Got to give it up to them. On the west side, let's go to the City of Angels. Teron Lou. Coach of, coach of the month for the month of January, 12 and 3. Ever since that team has found their groove with James Harden and Russell Westbrook coming off the bench to lead the second unit, Kawhi Leonard has been healthy. Paul George has been healthy. All of a sudden, the Clippers looking like the Clippers that we wanted them to look like for the past three years. They finally look like it. We're happy to see it. Okay. Can they keep it up? Because the All-Star break is practically like 10 days away. About 14 days away. Yeah. So, but it's going good so far out in L.A. for the Clippers. We'll see what they got going on moving forward. But it's going good right now. It's going real good right now. We're not going to hop on too much on it. But congratulations to Tom Thibodeau and Teron Lou being coaches of the month for the month of January. Congratulations to Victor Wermanyana and Brandon Miller for being rookie of the month for the month of January. And Donovan Mission, Devin Booker, play of the year in the month of January. All right? We got that. The All-Star is set. We have our rosters. First and foremost, the E, the West team will be they're going back to East and West. For, you, for those of you who don't know, we are making this switch back to the West versus East format. Okay? So the West, the West team will be playing for Boys and Girls Club of Indiana. That's who they'll be playing for. And the East will be playing for Special Olympics Indiana. So those are the charities that both teams play for. The format of the game is still the same. But first, whoever wins first quarter, certain amount of money to that charity. Second quarter, fourth quarter would be a target point based on whoever has the highest score, plus 24 to under Kobe Bryant. And that's how you win the games. The format still the same, but we changing how the rosters look. It is East versus West. And speaking of East versus West, we have Luka Doncic, Kevin Durant, Shea Gillis, Alexander, LeBron James, and Nikola Jokic starting for the West. The reserve was named on TNT last night, and that would be Devin Booker, Steph Curry, Anthony Davis, Anthony Edwards, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, and Carl Anthony Towns. Interesting list. Pretty good team. Some people feel like the Aaron Fox got left out. The Monsters of Bonus got left out. This snubs every year when it comes to the All-Star. I don't know. I don't know if it's been a year that you didn't feel like somebody got snubbed, okay? Last year with Jalen Brunson and whatnot. This year is De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis in the West. But that's the West team. On the East team, Giannis into the coupon. Joel Embiid. Most likely won't be playing in this game due to that injury he has. Uh, initial report saying torn meniscus, but we'll keep an eye on it. 
Tyrese Halliburton will be seen if he'll play in the All-Star game. It is in his hometown, in his own building, so we'll see. Damian Lillard, Jason Tatum. Your reserves, Bam Adebayo. Orlando matches Paolo Bencaro. Jalen Brown, Jalen Brunson, Tyrese Maxey, Donovan Mitchell, and Julius Randle. I see a lot of first-timers. Jalen Brunson, a first-timer. Tyrese Maxey, a first-timer. Uh, Paolo Bancaro, a first-timer. Saying good some first. Tyrese Hallenburton, a first-timer, if I'm correct. Uh, I'm going to say, I don't, Shay might be his third or second. Anthony Everett, I think, his second. Carl Towns might be his third. So you got a lot of young people getting into the All-Star game, which will be on the 14th, 16 days from today on TNT and whatnot. Good for that, but allow me, allow me to have me a moment, okay? Because Pablo Bancaro is on the All-Star team. Pablo Bancaro has been selected to the All-Star team. It is a beautiful day in Orlando. Now, we have fallen off because the last time I actually talked about the NBA, we were second in the East. Now we're, well, I'll show you what we had a little later. But Paulo Bencaro, man, we are so proud of you, Pablo. You have done well to lead the Magic. You've been sliding, but you are averaging 23 points a game with seven rebounds and five assists. You are you are worthy of this honor. I am so happy to see the video of the team celebrating your announcement. They didn't even let Ernie finish. Soon he said Orlando Magic, everybody knew it was Pablo going to the All-Star game. So that's something great to see. I want you to enjoy yourself up in Indiana. Being part of All Star Weekend, I love it. I love it. Speaking of standards, though, I did say, but I want I needed that moment to congratulate Pablo Bacaro because we have a magic. We have a magic. It's been a long time since we had a magic in All Star game. I think the last magic we had in All Star game was probably the White Howard, either the White Howard or Jameer Nelson, one of the two. My fact, they probably both got in the same year. I don't know. Can't remember right now. But it's been a it's been a long time, okay? Since we had our all-star in the city of Orlando, we got one in Paulo Ben Carroll. We are going in the right direction. Still gotta make some moves to take us to the next level. And that's actually compete in the postseason. Then might need to add some another couple more pieces to actually contend for a championship. But I like what we got a young team in Paulo Ben Carroll. It's the leader of that team. Doing good things. Proud of you, man. Very, very proud of you. Now. Let's go to the standards before we close out around the hard way. The Boston Celtics lead the way at 37-12, followed by the Milwaukee Bucks, 32-16. The New York Knicks! Stand up, New York. 32-17, you're third in the East right now. As the month of February is beginning. My Magic's, we are 25-23, right behind the uh, Miami Heat, who has the same record as us. Pretty sure they probably got the tiebreaker over us and head to head matchups. It's all well and good. You got the Cleveland Cavaliers at four, Philadelphia at five. Can they stay afloat without Joel and B? The host team was the Indiana Pacers at six, okay? Bulls and Hawks round out the top 10. There's a lot of games to be played right now. We ain't too much on. Right now, as it stands right now, we don't too much care for the Detroit Pistons, the Washington Wizards, and the uh, Charlotte Hornets. When it comes to fighting for postseason play, but for one to twelve, anything can happen. Even though the Toronto Raptors are pretty much three games out of the tenth spot, but hey, it is what it is. We're gonna come on All Star break, 
Everybody still has a mathematical chance at this moment in time. Nobody's officially eliminated. But for those of us who know basketball, Charlotte ain't making it. Washington ain't making it. And Detroit, damn sure ain't making it. So we can clear that up right away. But the other 12 teams fighting for 10 spots, got you covered. That's the East. Let's go to the West. The Minnesota Timberwolves, 20 games above 500 at 34 and 14. Who had that on their bingo card? I damn sure didn't. I'm not going to say him lot to you. Oklahoma City Thunder, we knew that was going to be a better team than they were last year. They are 18 games above 500 at 33 and 15 and second in the West. Did we have them second in the West? Probably fourth, maybe fifth, but not second in the West at this moment in time. That's where they at. Los Angeles Clippers right behind them. The defending champ, Denver Nuggets in the fourth. Sacramento Kings fifth. Phoenix six. Going on to go for the Los Angeles Lakers, 25 and 25. I'll be talking about them in the, in my next seven because they did something last night that I didn't expect them to do. Utah Jazz clearing on that 10th spot right now. Then you have the Rockets at 11, Golden State Warriors at 12, Memphis at 13, Blazers at 14, and San Antonio Spurs running up the 15th spot in the West. So far, the West is a little more tricky, Okay. You want to count the San Antonio Spurs out, but the fact they got Wimbiana and they do know how to win some games, get some good competition, yeah, I give them a 15% chance of shocking the world and making a run. 15%, 15%. The Trailblazers, what they did a couple of days ago, and they playing better basketball and all of a sudden, uh, might give them a 20% chance. Memphis, they don't have John Morant. Uh, they don't have Marcus Smart. Uh, supposedly, they traded Stephen Adams. I, I just don't know with Memphis. Golden State, they having their problems, but it is Golden State, so you don't count them out because they still got Steph Curry. They still got Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Steve Kerr still a coach, so you don't want to count them out. The Yarkis looking better than expected. Even you know who got them playing better. We'll see if they can raise their level up to the competition of the top of the West. But we'll see. see. Surprise. Utah Jazz, they doing some things. They took one on the chin last night to the 76ers, but that's suspected because it is the foot of 76ers, even though they don't have Joel B. We understand that. But nevertheless, the West is a little more tricky than the East, so we will see uh, in about well, much time where everybody stands at. Yeah, give us to about March, right before March Madness, and we have an idea where everybody's at and who has a logistics shot of making playoffs or not. But, hey, that's where we're at right now, so we're not going to heart too much on it. But there you go. That is around the heart with the NBA style. When we come back, I'm throwing the play my foul out there. Just, just be ready, okay? Welcome to Ringside Chaos, the professional wrestling discussion segment of the Bear of Texas podcast. The only professional wrestling podcast in the world where pro wrestling is discussed passionately, with confidence, with great knowledge, and most of all, in the most sophisticated way. So brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen, because chaos is about to be unleashed. Thing with Tony Khan now being in talks to WWE, I'm going to be honest with you. I spoke to this with Ricky Litwinkowicz, aka the Master of Mayhem, 
And he honestly believes that me talking about Tony Khan buying WWE is a basically I'm kind of wasting my time because Ricky believes it's never going to happen. Okay. Now I now don't get me wrong, Ricky. I respect his. I respect what he says. He's he could very well be correct, but I got to be honest with you. The fact that Khan is interested in supposedly buying WWE, I mean, to me, that's definitely worth talking about. Now, <laughs> now I should mention this. Shout out to Ricky, by the way. And I got to mention this: that even Jim Cornette already had something to say, and he said, and I quote, "Ridiculous to think that could happen." Unquote. <laughs> it's a wrestling fan that's been super supportive of Brody Lee as a wrestler. And everything that WWE could have done with him, and you know everything that he could have shown and you know offered for the wrestling business, you know for me, I just, I wasn't just a fan of Brody Lee himself, like in character. I strongly respected him, you know, as a human being. Like I had a lot of respect for Jonathan Huber. You know, that's Mr. Brody Lee's real name. So basically, I had a lot of respect for Brody Lee, Luke Harper, and of course Mr. Jonathan Huber. Particular episode was about world class championship wrestling. And the episode title is, you know, WCCW Wrestling's Lone Star Legacy. And because I am the Bear of Texas, and I do hail from the Dallas Fort Worth area of the state of Texas, world class championship wrestling was basically my territory as far as being a wrestling fan goes. Ladies and gentlemen, Ringside Chaos is available on all streaming platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. The Playmakers Bar is proudly sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, the number one shop where sports fans across the world love to get their sports gear and fandom on. A wide selection of gears from every league, including the NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL, the NCAA, and of course, the WWE. Whether it is football, basketball, baseball, hockey, even soccer, golf, no matter what sport it is, there is sports appeal for every fan of every sport. Fanatics, with sports fan shop, and efficient license everything. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to shooting the lights out. Uh, great sponsors. Uh, shout out to my boy Alzheimer's for Ringside Chaos. We are on the road to WrestleMania, so you can catch him getting ready. Check out his post Warrior Rumble episode. Check out Monday's Wrestling as well with myself and Kuhn Kane, as we talked about. What took place at the Warrior Rumble, what we're looking forward to with SmackDown tonight to fall out from the Rumble. We're going to go from there. But yeah, check those out. Shout out to our major sponsor, Fanatics. Fish Lights everything. Get all your sports gear, your fandom on with Fanatics. All right. Now, unfortunately, I have a freaking file to assess. I literally have two. But I'm, com- I'm going to combine them in one big fragrant file. And both teams are in the freaking east. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
if I didn't see last night myself, it only been on one team. I was doing the fragrant foul. So yes, Boston Celtics, you are on the full screen right now because you finna get this. Because what I saw last night boggled my freaking mind. Ladies and gentlemen, last night we had the Los Angeles Lakers going against the Boston Celtics at TD Garden in Boston, Massachusetts. National televised on TNT, you know, Ernie Johnson, Shaquille O'Neal, Kenny Smith, and Charles Barkley. And this happened last night. Last night, maybe 24 hours ago. Yes, that's right. You see a nine-point win for the Los Angeles Lakers. Now, those of you who didn't see the game or didn't know or weren't on social media doing whatever you was doing, wonder why is the playmaker assessing a figure foul on the Boston Celtics because they lost to the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, ladies and gentlemen, guess who didn't play last night? Anthony Davis and LeBron James. There was no AD. There was no Key James on the court for the Los Angeles Lakers in Boston last night. Not in Team Garden. That was on street clothes. That was in street clothes. Look at my Paul Jones and Kawhi Leonard for all them years. Even though it's only the third game, Anthony Thank you. Maybe the fourth game Anthony Davis has missed this season. And LeBron, 39 years old, all that good stuff. It happens. The point is, no AD, no LeBron James for the Los Angeles Lakers last night. And that happened. Let me break it down how it happened. Here's the, here's the halftime score, ladies and gentlemen. The Los Angeles Lakers was up 14 at halftime. And you see Austin Reed, who was spraying threes left and right last night. He had, a, he, had a, he had a total of seven threes, ladies and gentlemen. Seven threes. Seven threes. That's Austin Reeves, okay? That's the halftime score. I already showed you the final score. Notice, you don't see a picture of LeBron James or Anthony Depp because I just showed you. They did not play last night. This is the shooting or the team statistics here when it comes to last night's Lakers Celtics. And as you can see here, the um, Lakers shot 19 for 36 from three-point range, while the Celtics shot 16 for 48 from three-point range. And you're in Boston. The Lakers took 26 free throws to the Celtics, seven. Now, this is not a misprint of the refs calling the game in one way or another. If you watch the game, you know. For some reason, the Boston Celtics – Thought they had this in the bag. They didn't really take it serious, so they weren't going to the hole aggressively. And they got outshot by a LeBron-less, 80-less Lakers team. Look at the bottom. Largest lead for the Lakers was 16. The largest lead for the Celtics was 4. The Celtics lost by 9. By 9! Rebound is even. Okay. So, assist even. Celtics had 12 blocks to the Lakers, too. I mean, what what happened last night? What happened last night? I have no idea. And then, look at this. Jason Tatum played. Chris Dallas-Wazingas played. Drew Holiday played. Derrick White played. Jalen Brown played. And y'all still got beat by no. You don't see LeBron's name on this list for the Lakers. You don't see Anthony Davis' name on this list for the Lakers. And look at the bottom stat. 
See, I circled Austin Reason yellow for you, and I put the entire backcourt for the Boston Celtics in green for you to shout like this. Austin Reeves went 7 from 10 from 3, 10 for 18 from the field. He had 32 points. Drew Holiday, Derrick Wright, and Jalen Brown combined for 12 of 32 shots. One for 10 on threes and a combined 25 points. Austin Reeves by himself outscored the entire backcourt, starting backcourt for the Boston Celtics. How in the hell does that happen? Tell me how does that happen? Jalen Brown, Drew Holiday, Derrick Wright got outscored by one guard for the for the Los Angeles Lakers, Austin Reeves. He outscored he outscored three of y'all by his damn self. His damn self. If you take Jalen Brown's numbers, combine them with Drew Holiday's numbers, which is sixteen points, you'll get D'Angelo Russell's numbers. Because D'Angelo Russell scored sixteen points, he had fourteen assists. He shot 5 of 20 from the field, 4 from 8 from 3 point range. Jalen Brown, Drew Holiday together. 8 for 21 from the field, 0 for 5 from 3 point range. And they also combined for, they combined for 14 assists. The two starting guards for the Los Angeles Lakers. The two starting guards for the Los Angeles Lakers outdid the three guards for the Boston Celtics. How does that happen? With no LeBron James, no Anthony Davis. I know what most people are going to say because most people watch the game. The Lakers played free basketball. They actually did. The ball was moving from side to side. They was driving to the hole. They was taking their open shots. They was knocking down their open shot. And for whatever reason, Boston couldn't do the same thing on the other end. When they had the better team. The number one team in the league. Also in the East, took a stupid-ass L to the Lakers. A stupid L to the Lakers. Now, I know most people, I know some people out there like, man, don't be too hard on them. These days happen. Things like this happen. Days where the other team didn't show up and the other teams did. You get days like this. This is a rivalry. This is a rivalry in the NBA. This is Lakers. This is Celtics. When one when stars from one team don't play and the stars on the other team play, the star who has the team that's playing should be dominating the team that doesn't have their stars playing. What was that last night? I didn't know what I was watching last night. That was ridiculous. Last night, freaking ridiculous. I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it with my own eye. And that was two days. That was just a, two days after this happened in Port. When the Bucks took an L to the freaking Patrol Blazers. Speaking of which, fragrant foul number two. Oh, good gracious. A fragrant foul on the Milwaukee Bucks. I didn't think I would be doing this one. But seeing how he turned the events happened within the last couple of weeks with the Milwaukee Bucks, yeah, I think the Milwaukee Bucks need a fragrant foul too. It's crazy how that works. It's just crazy how it works. But yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm assessing the Milwaukee Bucks a fragrant foul too. Yep, the second best team in the East is the Milwaukee Bucks at 32 and 16. Yet they are second in points per game at 123, pretty much 124. 
uh, tenth in rebounding, which they should be. You have Giannis, you have the Lopez brothers, you have Portis. He better be rebounding. Fourteen assists, okay. But points per game is at one twenty, twenty third in the league. Keep that in mind. I'm gonna come back to that. But this is the last five games for the Milwaukee Bucks. Two and three. You lost to Cleveland. You split with Cleveland. You beat the Pelicans. You lost to the defending champs, and you lost to the Portland Trailblazers. We can forgive you for the Denver Nuggets because that is the reigning defending national champion. The reigning defending NBA World Champions. So we understand the NBA champions on their home court, their home cooking, the Joker, Jamal Murray, uh, Michael Porter Jr., Contanis on the whole nine yards with Mike Malone coaching them. We can understand you can take an L.A. Denver. She took an L to the goddamn Blazers last night. Damian Litter returns to Portland. And he takes an L to the Portland Trailblazers. An L to the Portland Trailblazers. And by the way, the Denver game that was Doc Rivers' debut as the head coach of the Denver Nuggets. Game two was against Portland, and you lost both games. So you already 0-2 in the Doc Rivers' ever. 0-2 already. Here's the Portland game. Here's the Portland game. That's the game I want to focus on. 29% from three-point range was the Milwaukee Bucks. 13 for 45. While the Blazers took Almost damn near less less than half of what they did, and they went 12 and 28. Shot 43% from three. You guys went to the line 18 times and made 13 of them, while the Blazers made all nine of theirs. And you lost. You freaking lost to the part of the Trailblazers. I don't understand it. You know, you had Giannis with 27 and 8. Should have been a double-double, but nevertheless, Chris Milton gave you 21. Lopez gave you 19. Little on his return gave you 25, 6, and 7. Somehow you lost. Because when you look to Jeremy Grant, 18 points. DeAndre Aiden, 20 and 11. Michael Brogdon, 14. Anthony Simon, 24 points. You, you, you guys are 0-2 in the Dark Rivers are already. And you took an L to the Portland Trailblazers. What is going on here? And by the way, you know, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Milwaukee Bus Doc Rivers. Welcome. You was doing a good, you was doing a good job with ESPN calling games, but you know you love coaching more than anything. So good to see you back on the sideline, coaching ball. You coaching the Milwaukee Bus. You got Giannis Antetokounmpo, you got Damon Little, you got Chris Milton. You got a little bit three going on right there. Let's see what you do. But right now you had an 0-2 start already. Okay. We're not going to put blame on you just yet. We're going to give you some time. But after the All-Star break, we want to see a better we want to see a better Milwaukee Bucks team because they fired that guy there, Adrian Griffin, while being 30 and 13 and third in the East at the time. Third in the East at the time when they fired Mr. Adrian Griffin. Why they fired? It's a lot of things coming out. We don't know what's true and what's not. Everything is going to be somewhere in the middle. A lot of things happened, but there was thirteen. There was thirty and thirteen. There was third in the East and whatnot. Okay, they are two and three since that time. Only two with Doc Rivers at the helm. Nevertheless, one of the reasons I think one of the reasons that played a part in them firing Adrian Griffin. Look at this. These dudes are twenty third in opponents' points per game. They give up one hundred and twenty a game. One hundred and twenty people. One hundred and twenty. They just gave up 
119 to the Blazers last night. 119 to the Blazers, not last night, but the day before. 119. They on average give up about 120 a game. That's the problem. What's the freaking even? Oh yeah, you traded Drew Holiday to the Milwaukee to Boston Celtics so you can bring Dame Dollar. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. Let me see who who else on this roster down. Uh, let me see. No PJ Tucker. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no Grayson Allen. He's in Phoenix. So the guys that actually played defense, you got rid of. They're bringing Dame Damian Little. So what you gonna do? The trade deadline's coming up. All star reading's coming up. We gotta make some moves. You gonna bring back PJ Tucker? Cause you need some defense, damn it. Oh Milwaukee, you ain't winning the championship without no defense. You ain't winning. The, you ain't winning the NBA championship giving up 120 points a game. There's anybody who knows basketball know you ain't winning the championship giving up 120 points a game. That is not happening unless you dropping 140. And we know Milwaukee ain't dropping the 140. And in playoffs, defense intensifies in the playoffs. So you're gonna be playing against team who want to play defense. And if you still giving up 120 by the time you get the playoff time, y'all asses ain't winning the goddamn title. Giannis said he wants to win championships. They ain't say he came to Milwaukee because he want to win championships. Well, damn it, you got from now to April to figure out defense, or else y'all ain't winning the damn championship. Okay? Yeah, it's not. And then here's the next games for the All-Star break. I'm looking forward to this Dallas game tomorrow. Luka Doncic. We'll see if Kyrie Irving is back. You got the Utah Jazz. Not gonna should be a good should be a should be a win, but it's the Milwaukee Bucks. Then you got a uh, Kevin Durant, Bradley Bill, and Devin Booker out in Phoenix, TNT on the six. You host Minnesota the very next day, the number one team in the West. Okay, you got Charlotte. We don't care. You got Devin in your own place. You can play them back from beating you earlier. Miami comes walking in now. We'll see that game, Jimmy Butler. Bam out of bio. Now they got Terry Rozier. Remember, they took y'all. They took y'all out in the first round in five games. Let's see how y'all look. And then Memphis, if Memphis wasn't injured, riddled like they are with Marcus Smart and John Marine, they would have been game to watch, but they so injury riddled. I don't even know. And then I do believe they just traded Steven Nelson with the depot. So and who was also injured as well. So it's interesting to see how that goes. But the next so five of the next eight games, I'm looking forward to see how the books look going in all-star break. And then see how they look coming out to see if they are ready to be another championship contender team again. Because if you keep giving up a hundred, I do mean a hundred and twenty points a game, you ain't winning no damn championship. Matter of fact, you ain't even gonna make it to the damn NBA finals giving up 120 points a game. I can guarantee you. So yes. I've done two flaming fouls on the top two teams in these. Who would ever would have thought? Because the Boston Celtics just didn't show up last night at home against a starless Laker team. And the Milwaukee Bulls, they don't know what to do. They have no defense. They find coaches in midseason. And now they're still on to on the dark river. So I have no idea at this moment in time. So, yes, those are my flaming fouls for today. I had to, I had to bring them out. So there you go. All right, we're going to take one last break, and then when we come back, we got to talk college basketball because the month of January was ridiculous, very ridiculous in college basketball, both the men and the women, so we'll be back.
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Cowboys Talk. The Dallas Cowboys got exactly what they deserved. Let me say that one more time, because you know it's true. The Dallas Cowboys got exactly what they deserved. Dak Prescott is overrated and he shouldn't be paid, okay? And the same thing with Pollard. I mean, Pollard bro- breaking the tackles at that 57-yard touchdown run. I mean, we oh, needed that beautiful. big time. 33 points in the fourth quarter. Let me say that again. 33 points in the fourth quarter. And that's off of four turnovers committed by the Colts. See, at one point, and the fact that at the end of the third quarter, it was 21-19, to and the final score was 54-19... to now that, ladies and gentlemen, that is completely unexpected. Cowboy Sock is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. The Playmaking Spot is sponsored by Lids. Locker rooms by Lids. Shop hats and official sports gear at Lids. Lids, the leading and number one destination for hats, gears, and everything that moves you. Make it a perfect shop for fans to find official sports hats, merchandise, and gears. Represent your team, your town, and your style with a snapback, adjustable, fitted hat, or beanie from thousands of college and professional teams. Browse the very latest jerseys and t-shirts for the best teams out there. Liz has officially licensed professional and college sports teams apparel and hats featuring the hottest brands and trends. Shop online or visit one of the hundred stores across the country. Lock by Lids. LA Ram fans all over the nation. LA Ram fans all across the world. It took 21 years, but hey, the Rams are Super Bowl champions once again. Down at the Playmaker Silence here, longtime Ram fan and the host of the RLA Rams podcast called Ramley Talk. On Ramley Talk, I tell you how it is, the good, the bad, the indifferent. Coming with straight facts, with war emotion, and authentic viewpoint on the Los Angeles Rams. Don't matter what era you grew up in, it could be the fifth and fourth era, the greatest show on turf era, and of course, the Super Bowl 56 champions that are currently the Rams. You can listen to Ramsey Talk on all streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. So subscribe now and get all the content that you can get on the LA Rams. Horns up, Rams house, is LA Rams football. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Turning the Lights Out. One thing left to do, and we're going to talk some college basketball. Because, man, the month of January, the kickoff 2024. I mean, this this is going to it because we're going to focus on the top 10 teams, okay? Because the top 10 team was dropping left and right in the month of January. Starting off in the men's, like, let's go here, okay? The month of upsets is what I'm calling it. That's what January 2024 will be, remember that. The month. Of upsets, because that's what took place, good Lord. So we're going to go all the way back to January 6th. Seton Hall knocked out seven ring Marquette. January 9th, Iowa State knocked out second ring Houston. The same night, January 9th, 
Nebraska knocked off number one, Purdue. January 10th, UCF. Yes, right. I said UCF knocked off third-ranked Kansas. And then Mississippi State knocked off fifth-ranked Tennessee. Still on January 10th, TCU upset at ninth-ranked Oklahoma. January 13th, Texas A&M knocked off sixth-ranked Kentucky. Also on the 13th, TCU knocked off then second-ranked Houston. Houston took two L's in the same week. Back-to-back L's, by the way. To close out the 13th, the Washington State Cougars knocked off eighth-ranked Arizona. And then Maryland went on the road to 10th-ranked Illinois and knocked them off. Okay? that's We're already at 10 upsets from January 6th to January 14th, and we're still not done. Because we go to January 16th, okay? Kansas State knocked off ninth point Baylor. January 20th, Texas knocked off ninth point Baylor. They took back-to-back L's, okay? January 18th, South Florida took care of 10th point Memphis. okay? January 20th, West Virginia over Kansas. Pitt over Duke at Cameron Indoors, by the way. Pitt went to Cameron Indoors and knocked off seven ranked Duke. Okay, that's 15 top 10 upsets right there. And we're still not done with the men's college basketball in the month of January. Okay, because January 21st, Tulane knocked off 10th ranked Memphis. January 23rd, South Carolina knocked off 6th ranked Kentucky. January 24th, Alabama knocked off 8th ranked Auburn. Okay, also January 24th, by the way, my dad's birthday. Was on January 24th, by the way. Northwestern and Snowman Brian Snow, he was going to love this. Northwestern knocked out 10th ranked Illinois. And then January 25th, Oregon State knocked off 9th ranked Arizona. And guess what? We're still not done with top 10 upsets in the month of January. Because January 27th, Iowa State knocked off 7th ranked Kansas. Mississippi State knocked off. Eighth rank Auburn. January 30th, Georgia Tech. Yes, the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets upset at third rank North Carolina. And then to close out the very last day in the month of January, my Florida Gators went to Rupp Arena and took down 10th rank Kentucky. The Gators. Went to listen to Kentucky and knocked off them boys. Knocked them off. Now, what you saw, you saw 24 top 10 upsets on the men's side in the month of January. 24. Okay. You only had one ranked team be the top 10 team. That was that was Iowa State when they knocked out seven ranked Kansas. That was back on January 27th. Okay. That's the only ranked team to upset a top 10 team in the month of January. All the others, the other 23 upsets were by unranked teams. Okay. 20 of them, by the way, happened on the road. Okay. And four top 10 teams got upset at home. And the four top 10 teams that got upset at home, going to you again. January 14th, when Maryland went to Illinois and knocked them off. January 18th, when South Florida went to Memphis and knocked them off when they was ranked 10th. 
pick going into Cameron indoors on January 20th and upsetting the Duke Blue Devils who was in rank seven. And the last but not least, the Florida Gators going into Rupp Arena in Lexington, Kentucky and taking down 10th rank Wildcats. That's just the man side of it. Oh, and by the way, we just began the month of February, right? And already, since rank Wisconsin got upset by Nebraska last night. So the upset has not stopped in the top 10. So if you if you see 24 upsets in the top 10 in one month, imagine how many more upsets took place overall in the month of January in the men's side. Especially the ranked teams getting upset by unranked teams. Think about that. I'm just doing top 10. Just top 10, okay? That's crazy. But <laughs> the men went long because the women joined the party too. The ladies joined the party as well. Oh my God. Look, check this out, okay? For the ladies, January 7th, we had 13 ranked Virginia Tech take down third ranked NC State. January 10th, Kansas taking down fourth ranked Baylor. Three days later, Baylor ranked, still ranked fourth, taken down by Iowa State, okay? 12th ranked Kansas State. Upsetting 10th ranked Texas. Oh, really? There's not much of the upset to me, per se, but you know, they like to use some words like that. Okay. And Auburn upsetting 7 ranked LSU. You're still not done, though. The Battle of LA went to the 9th ranked USC Chosen when they took down 2nd ranked UCLA. Okay. The Miami Hurricanes taking down 4th ranked NC State. UCLA giving a little payback to third-ranked Colorado. 20th-ranked Utah upsetting sixth-ranked USC. This is a game snowman call when uh, 10th, when 18th-ranked Ohio State took down Clayton Clark in second-ranked Iowa. Snowman was on the call for that game. He he was he did a flap his jaw call in that game, and the ladybug got dropped 100 points. So, yeah. But we're still not done. January 22nd, 16th ranked Utah taking down 2nd ranked UCLA. January 24th, Oklahoma over 10th ranked Texas. January 26th, 25th ranked Oregon State over 3rd ranked Colorado. January 27th, Nebraska ranked 15 going to UConn and taking down 8th ranked Huskies. January 28th, Washington State over UCLA. Oh, and by the way, Mississippi State took down ninth rank LSU on the 30th. And on the same day on the 30th, no, that was on 29th, and the 30th was Oklahoma over Kansas State. You want numbers? I give you numbers. On the ladies' side, 17 top 10 upsets. Nine of them came rank versus rank. Okay, eight unranked upsets, 14 of the top 10 upsets happened on the road, three top 10 upsets happened at home. The three that happened at home was Notre Dame beating UConn, that's a big one for them, Washington State going to UCLA and taking them down with UCLA being ranked number two, and pretty much that's that's then that's after UCLA took down. Colorado. 
It's been it's been it's been magical. Overall, ladies and gentlemen. Overall. Let me take this down real quick. Overall. In the month of January, 41 top 10 upsets took place in the month of January. I'm gonna say it again. 41 top 10 teams were upset in the month of January. Only 10 of those came in ranked versus ranked matchups. 10. 31 unranked teams upset top 10 teams. 31. You can, that's one upset per day in the month of January. That's really what that means. It was one upset a day in the month of January from unranked teams. Seven upsets took place in the top 10 on home building. 34 took place on the road. The month of January was ridiculous in college basketball. I have no way else to say it. It's been very ridiculous to begin the month, the year of 2024 in the month of January, and all these upsets took place in the top 10. Doesn't matter how many upsets really took place on unranked teams or over ranked teams in the month of January. A whole lot more. I'm just doing top 10 just to show you how crazy it is. So when March gets here, just know it's going to be very, and I do mean very difficult to fill out those brackets because you don't know who's going to win it. You don't know who's going to win it. Right now, the constant favorite as of right now on the men's side is UConn, and on the women's side is South Carolina. South Carolina is the only unbeaten team in the entire college basketball world. The only unbeaten team in the college, in the entire college basketball world because UConn got caught a couple of times. In the month of I'm going to say November 87, they got caught a couple of times. They haven't been caught since, but they've been caught a couple of times. All right. But that's where we at right now. We're in the month of February. We know we're gonna run down conference play. In early March, we're gonna be champs the week because we're gonna be in conference tournament time. Then we're gonna get ready for the March Madness. Now, speaking of which, big games this weekend. We got big games this weekend, starting with the men's side, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Tomorrow. And we got a triple header. We got some big games tomorrow. All ring versus ring team. Three top 10 matchups and a top 20 matchup. Actually, make that four of the whole weekend. So, four top 10 matchups over the whole weekend. Three on Saturday. And a top 20 matchup also on Saturday. So, ESPN got a triple header. Starting with number four, Houston going to. Filling our house to take on eighth rank Kansas. That's gonna be a good one. After that game on ESPN at 6 30, it's the college basketball rivalry of his own. Duke, Carolina, Chapel Hill, seven ranked Blue Devils versus third ranked Tar Heels. Then at 8 p.m. on ESPN 2, you have the 12th ranked Iowa State Cyclone going against the 18 ranked Bella Bills. But after Duke, Carolina on ESPN at 8 30, the fifth-ranked Volunteers of Tennessee are going to Rupp Arena to take on 10th-ranked Wildcats of Kentucky. And then on Sunday, ladies and gentlemen, Sunday, 1 p.m. on CBS, the second-ranked team in the nation, the Boilermakers of Purdue, are in Madison, Wisconsin, to take on the sixth-ranked Badgers of Wisconsin. That's on the men's side. The ladies got some, too. We can't forget the ladies as we close our shop here today. On the ladies' side, ladies and gentlemen, we're talking tonight, tonight, 10 p.m., Pat 12 Network, 15 ranked USC taking off fourth ranked Stanford. And then on Sunday, get ready. Sunday's gonna be where you want to be at. FS1, 12 p.m. 10th ranked Hoosiers of Indiana 
are in Columbus, Ohio to take on the A-Frank Buckeyes of Ohio State. That's at 12 on FS1. Also at 12 on ESPN2. 17-ranked Hoagies of Virginia Tech, led by Georgia Amor, taking on 24th-ranked UNC in Chapel Hill. 2 p.m. on FS1 after Indiana, Ohio State. You have the second-ranked team in the country, the Kansas State Wildcats, taking on the 12th-ranked Texas Longhorns. And at 4 p.m. on ESPN2, out in the Pac-12 in the in the state of California, seven-ranked Bruins of UCLA taking on the fourth-ranked Cardinals of Stanford. Big game weekend for both the men's and women's. Can't wait to watch those games take place and see who's going to make a push to make some noise to, to have a showing that says, I, we, we, we're ready. We're ready for the tournament. We're ready for this. Big game's coming up, okay? Don't forget all that. Glad to be here. Glad to be doing shooting lights up in the month in the year of 2024, in the month of February. I hope you have a great basketball weekend. Enjoy your basketball. I can't wait to recap it next week to get all the reactions and stuff with that. But until then, I am the playmaker signing off with shooting lights up. I'll see y'all next week. You've done great, but you can't stop here. You can't stop now. You gotta keep going. Through all your trials and your tribulations, you gotta keep pushing. Now, finish your campaign. Yeah, gotta get it out the mud, that's the only way to win. Who am I to point the finger like I never ever seen? Been through the ups and downs like the letter in. They don't let you through the dope, better kick that again. Cause that's the only way to win. That's the only way to go. Gotta get it out the mud. Gotta get it out the flow. Cause that's the only way to go. Let's go. Thank you for tuning in today's episode. If you want to follow the podcast, you can follow it on all streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and a whole lot more. This has been Shooting Lights Out. Masterpiece.